This is BVK for Ocean City Tourism, OCMD Streaming Audio. On March 11th, 2024, the title of the spot is STSA Leisure Summer. This is a 30-second composite stereo streaming audio mix. Get away with friends to the laid-back Maryland coast, where you can catch up while casting off and hang 10 while hanging out, where a day on board is never boring and full throttle is half the fun, where you can sink a putt, raise a glass, and there's always room for one more round. Ocean City, Maryland, somewhere to smile about. Book your trip at oceocean.com. Hey, Fidelity. What's it cost to invest with the Fidelity app? Start with as little as $1 with no account fees or trade commissions on U.S. stocks and ETFs. Hmm, that's music to my ears. I can only talk. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Zero account fees apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Zero dollar commission applies to online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity accounts. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Hey friends, I'm Laura Adams, and this is the Money Girl Podcast. I've been your host since 2008, and I'm also the author of a new book, Money Smart Solopreneur, a personal finance system for freelancers, entrepreneurs, and side hustlers. It's officially on sale everywhere books are sold as an ebook and a paperback. Today's show was inspired by Jason, who says, Hi, Money Girl, I'm interested in refinancing and getting a lower interest rate on my mortgage. However, I may need to sell my home and relocate in a year or so. In that case, does a refinance still make sense? If so, what factors should I consider? Jason, thanks so much for your question. It's a perfect time for homeowners to consider refinancing because interest rates are at historic lows. If you're a homeowner, your mortgage payment is probably your largest monthly expense, so it's really wise to stay alert for opportunities to reduce it by refinancing. Plus, your financial circumstances and needs today may be very different than they were when you originally got your mortgage. So this podcast will answer Jason's question by reviewing what a mortgage refinance is, we'll explain some common reasons to consider doing one, and we'll cover five ways to know if it's a good idea for your situation. And after you listen to a podcast, if you want more information or you can't remember a resource that I mentioned in the show, we always publish the full notes for every single show. It's over in the Money Girl section at quickanddirtytips.com. This is episode number 655 called What is a Mortgage Refinance? Five Ways to Know if It's a Good Idea. So let's get into it. What is it? Well, refinancing is when you apply for a new loan to pay off an existing loan balance. The new loan could be with your same institution or it could be with a different lender. The idea is to swap out a higher interest loan for a lower interest one, which decreases the amount of interest you have to pay. And it typically also reduces your monthly payments. 
When you originally take out a mortgage to buy a home, various factors determine the interest rate you get offered. Your credit, down payment, and income history, those are all critical. But lenders also base your mortgage on the prevailing interest rate in the market. And an interest rate is simply the cost of money for borrowers. Rates in the United States fluctuate according to the monetary policy of the Federal Reserve, or Fed, which is our central bank. When interest rates are low, it's like money's on sale, as strange as that sounds. Banks should display a big banner on their front door or website that reads, bargain basement prices on dollars, or we sell money cheap, because that's what happens when interest rates go down. Low rates are great for borrowers, but not so good for lenders. If you want to look at the history of mortgage rates, the Freddie Mac website has a great chart that shows the rates of 30-year mortgages since 1971. In August of this year, 2020, the average for a fixed-rate 30-year mortgage was 2.94%, pretty low. And I think right now it might be just a tad bit lower than that, but still, you know, just an amazing low rate. And a year earlier, the same loan was 3.62%, and 10 years before, it was 4.43%. Since interest rates change periodically, the rate you're currently paying on a mortgage may be significantly different than the going interest rate. A good rule of thumb is to consider refinancing when the current rate dips at least one percentage point below what you're paying for your mortgage. Now, the reason you need to give it at least one percentage point difference between the going rate and your rate is because there is a cost to do a refinance. Closing a loan means you have to pay fees to various companies, including your lender or mortgage broker, property appraiser, closing agent or attorney, and a surveyor. Plus, there are fees required by the local government for recording the mortgage and maybe more costs depending on where you live. The total upfront cost of a refinance depends on the lender and the property location. It could be as high as 3 up to 6% of your outstanding loan balance. So the trick to knowing if it's worth doing a refinance is to figure out when you would break even on those costs. In other words, when do you go from the red to black on the deal? If you pay for a refinance but you don't keep your home long enough to recoup the cost, you're going to lose money. But if you do keep the property beyond the financial break-even point, or BEP, you're going to feel like a genius because you save money in the long run. In some cases, you may be able to roll the closing costs for a refinance into the new loan, which means you would have nothing or little out-of-pocket to pay. But adding those costs to the loan increases the amount you borrow, and it may also increase the interest rate you have to pay for the life of the loan. For that reason, it's essential to ask the lender for a side-by-side comparison of all the terms for each loan option so you can carefully evaluate them. When you roll those closing costs into the loan, that's going to make your break-even point farther into the future, and that can definitely play a big factor in whether you want to do it or not. So how do you figure the BEP to know if doing a refinance is wise? Well, the calculation depends on various factors, including your interest rate on the old and the new loan, the total closing costs, 
your income tax rate, the remaining time to own the property, and any prepayment penalties that may apply. So here's a simple BEP formula. It's refinance breakeven point equals total closing costs divided by monthly savings. So here's an example. Let's say your closing costs for doing a refinance are $5,000 upfront. And if you do that, you're going to save $150 a month on your mortgage payment. That doing that calculation would show that it's going to take you 34 months or almost three years to recoup your cost. Again, the calculation is $5,000 of total costs divided by $150 of savings per month, and that equals 33.3 months to break even. Now, I know a lot of you would love an easy way to crunch these numbers, and fortunately, there are plenty of refinance break-even calculators out there. There's a good one at dinkytown.com, so check that out if you're interested in running your numbers quickly. Since how long you own your home after you do a refinance is critical for making it worthwhile, I'm really glad that Jason brought it up in his question. For instance, if he finds out that he would need to own his home for five years to break even, but he only plans on staying in it for two years, that should be a deal breaker. So Jason, really think about how long you truly are going to stay in the home and definitely use a refinance calculator to run the numbers. If you do this and you believe that doing a refinance could be wise, you'll also need to consider if you qualify for a refinance. Lenders have different underwriting requirements, but most require you to have a minimum amount of equity in your property. Equity is the difference between your home's market value today, so what you could sell sell it for today and what you owe on it. A critical ratio for refinancing is known as the loan-to-value, or LTV. So let's say your home value today is $300,000 and you have a $150,000 outstanding mortgage. That means you've got the difference in equity, or $150,000 in equity. That would give you an LTV ratio of 50%. But let's say you owed more on this property. If you owe $250,000 and it's worth $300,000, that would be an LTV of 83%. You typically need an LTV less than 80% to qualify for a mortgage refinance. So Jason should do some quick math to make sure he doesn't owe more for his home than this threshold based on the current market value. And lenders may still work with you if you have a high LTV and good credit, but they may charge a higher interest rate. If you have an existing FHA or VA mortgage, you may qualify for what's called a streamlined refinance program. It requires less paperwork and less equity than a conventional refinance. So check out the information online. There's a FHA refinance program link in the show notes and a VA refinance program link to help you learn more. This is BVK for Ocean City Tourism, OCMD streaming audio. On March 11th, 2024, the title of the spot is STSA Leisure Summer. This is a 30-second composite stereo streaming audio mix. Get away with friends to the laid-back Maryland coast, where you can catch up while casting off and hang 10 while hanging out, where a day on board is never boring and full throttle is half the fun. 
where you can sink a putt, raise a glass, and there's always room for one more round. Ocean City, Maryland, somewhere to smile about. Book your trip at Oceocean.com. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Oh, the charcoal mask. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? <clears throat> Hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Now, let's talk about the reasons you might want to consider refinancing your mortgage. There are a variety of reasons why it can make sense. And so here are some situations when doing it may be a good solution. And the first is called a rate and term refinance. This is really what we've been talking about so far. This is when you get a new loan with a lower interest rate and maybe even a different term, like a longer term or both. This is probably the most common reason why homeowners do refinance their mortgages. So here's an example. Let's say you've got a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage at 5%. You could refinance right now with a 30-year mortgage at around 3%. That would reduce your monthly payments and the amount of interest that you pay over the life of the loan. Another reason you might consider refinancing is doing something called a cash-out refinance. This is when you get a larger loan than your existing mortgage, so you walk away from the closing with cash in your pocket. Here's an example. Let's say your home's market value is $200,000 and your mortgage balance is $100,000. If you need $25,000 to pay for college or renovate your home or you know anything else, you could do a cash-out refinance for $125,000. So after paying off the original mortgage of $100,000, you would have $25,000 left over to spend any way you like. So obviously with a cash out refinance, you've got to have plenty of equity in order to make the math work. And another reason to consider refinancing is called a cash-in refinance. This is the opposite. This is when you pay cash at the closing to pay off an existing mortgage balance. That could be necessary if you don't have enough equity to qualify for a refinance or you owe more than your home is worth. Here's an example. You might do a cash-in refinance if having a lower LTV qualifies you for a lower mortgage rate or it allows you to get rid of private mortgage insurance, PMI payments. And I won't go into detail about PMI here because I have other podcasts about it, such as episode number 436, which is called Avoid Private Mortgage Insurance or PMI on Your Home Loan. That would be a good resource if you want to learn more about PMI. Another situation that may prompt you to refinance a mortgage is if you want to remove a co-borrower, such as an ex-spouse, from your loan. So let's say you got a mortgage with your spouse, you're both on that, that loan, you're both responsible for it, but you get divorced and you're going to leave the house, let's say, to one or the other. Refinancing would allow you to change the terms of the loan, including who owns that debt. 
But if one person in the couple doesn't have sufficient income and credit to qualify for a refinance on his or her own, your best option may be to sell the property instead of trying to refinance a mortgage. All right, now let's talk about five ways to know if it is the right time to refinance. Number one, you have an adjustable rate mortgage or ARM. Buying a home with an adjustable rate mortgage comes with lots of advantages, like a lower rate, a lower monthly payment, and being able to qualify for a larger loan compared to what you may be able to qualify for with a fixed rate mortgage. With an ARM, when interest rates go down, your monthly payments also go down. They get smaller. But when ARM rates go up, you can feel panicked as your mortgage payment increases month after month. There are caps on annual increases, but your rate could double within just a few years if rates have a significant spike. So instead of worrying about how high your adjustable rate payment could go, you might refinance it to a fixed rate loan. That would lock in a reasonable rate that would never change, and it can also make it much easier to manage your money and stick to a spending plan. The second way to know if a refinance could be right is you could definitely get a lower interest rate. As we've talked about, if you bought a home when mortgage rates were higher than they are now, you're in a great position to consider refinancing. You do need to do your homework to understand the cost and, and you know, know if that break-even point is doable for you. I recommend shopping for a refinance with the lender who holds your current mortgage first and also shop a couple of other companies. Let your mortgage company know that you are shopping for the best offer. They may be willing to waive certain fees if some of the necessary work, such as a title search, survey, or appraisal, is still current for your home. And they may even waive some fees just to keep you as a customer. The third way to know if a refinance is right is you don't plan on moving for several years. Once you know what a refinance will cost, again, you've got to make sure that you will own your home long enough to pass the break-even point, or you'll end up losing money. For most homeowners, it typically takes owning your home for at least three years after a refinance to make it worthwhile. That's just kind of a general rule of thumb. The fourth way to know is you have enough home equity. As I mentioned, you typically need at least 20% equity to qualify for a refinance. If you have less, you may still find lenders that will work with you. However, unless your credit is excellent, you'll typically pay a higher interest rate when you've got low equity. Also, if you don't have 20% equity, that's when lenders charge PMI, private mortgage insurance, and adding that additional cost to your new loan could cut your savings and give you a much longer break-even point. And the fifth way to know a refinance may be right is your finances are in good shape. The higher your income and credit, the lower your debt, the better your refinancing terms will be. If you're unemployed or your credit took a dive due to a hardship, it may be best to wait until your overall financial situation has improved before making a mortgage application. Good credit can save thousands in mortgage interest. If you investigate doing a refinance and you decide that it's not worth the cost, Another strategy to save money is to ask your lender for a mortgage modification on your existing loan. You may be able to negotiate modified terms, such as a lower interest rate, without having to pay for a full-blown refinance. And this may be more likely if you can demonstrate that you're experiencing a financial hardship. 
If you're unsure how much home equity you have or you know that you have very little, don't let that stop you from at least inquiring about your refinancing options and how to save money. Getting advice and refinancing quotes from your lender is free and will help you understand your range of financial options. Thanks again to Jason. If you have a money question or a comment, you can use my contact page at lauradadams.com to send an email just like Jason did. I'd also love to hear your voice on our message line. Just call 302-364-0308. That's all for now. I'll talk to you next week. Until then, here's to living a richer life. Money Girl is produced by the audio wizard Steve Rickyberg with editorial support from Karen Hertzberg. If you've been enjoying the podcast, we would really appreciate you taking a moment to rate and review it on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget, you might also like the backlist episodes and show notes that are always available at quickanddirtytips.com. You know you need protein to fuel results, but it's not easy when you're drinking the same bland chalky shake every day. Stop punishing yourself and get to GNC for the best protein in the game, including all the hottest brands and crave-worthy flavors that'll keep you coming back for more. We're talking protein that legit tastes like cookies, your favorite cereals, indulgent desserts, and more. So bust out of your protein rut and actually look forward to those shakes with unbeatable protein at unbeatable prices. Fuel your fitness with protein at GNC. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.